Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. I host Afternoons in Mobile, Alabama, Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP, covering the South Alabama Jaguars. And prior to that, hosting mornings on 103.7 The Game, covering the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. All right, tonight I want to look into, uh, in today's episode, I want to do a little bit deeper dive into Southern Mississippi We'll also look at the teams that are still vying for bowl games uh, and bowl berths because the Sun Belt could send a bunch of teams to uh, the postseason. And of course, we'll have a complete preview. Uh, and of course, we'll have a complete preview of Week Twelve come Friday's episode. But let's look at that Southern Miss game. They are hosting. South Alabama. Is that a sneaky way to look at the South Alabama game? Not really what I want to do. Uh, We will try to preview that ball game uh, on the Friday episode. But when it comes to Southern Miss, they've gotten a lot better than they were last year. Will Hall coming in from Tulane. He is Mississippi through and through. And they had a tough year in 21. They were a little bit overmatched. They were playing without quarterbacks. They did win their last two ball games without quarterbacks. That's how they ended up with the Superback and Frank Gore Jr. playing back there. Uh, But they lost nine of their first 10 ball games. Their only win was against Grambling. Uh, They lost to South Alabama in Will Hall's first game and in Kate Womack's first game, and that was 31 to 7. And. You know, they competed sometimes, and then others they didn't. Troy, 21-9. to They got blown out by Alabama, which you would think. Rice, they lost 24-19. UTEP, uh, 26-13. But then they got blown out by UAB, 34-0. Uh, blown out by Middle Tennessee, 35-10. to Blown out by North Texas, 38-14. And then out of nowhere, they kind of competed with UTSA, who at the time was ranked number 23 in the nation. And they only lost by 10. I'm sure I bet on that weekend's game. Uh, But then out of nowhere against uh, Louisiana Tech, they beat them 35-19 and uh, wound up taking down Florida International 37-17. And so you're wondering where we are in year number two. I joke with Will Hall. He was very intense on the sidelines, very intense after the games. Like you got to kind of roll with it. You kind of knew what situation you were in when you took it and that it was going to take some time. And to think you're going to have overnight success based on the talent that you got there, although you do have Frank Gore Jr., uh, it may take a little bit more than what you may be expecting. And so, or hoping for, I say, you may be expecting more, but, or, you know, how do I want to say that? Maybe uh, a little bit too much to expect uh, compared to uh, hoping for uh, more success. And so this year, you know, some of that, momentum that they had at the end of last year was gone. Uh, They lose the Liberty 29-27. And now what we find out is a pretty good Liberty football team who is a total of eight and two with losses to Wake Forest and uh, UConn out of all places. Uh, But that was a ball game that was lost uh, in overtime 29-27. Then you go down to Miami. And at the time, everyone thought Miami was Pretty good. Probably not great. That's turned out to be wrong. But they hung tough with the Hurricanes, though they did lose in the end 30-7. to But then they started putting some interesting wins together. They beat Northwestern State 
but they also went to Tulane. Will Hall's uh, former stomping grounds as the offensive coordinator of the Green Wave beat them 27-24. They did lose to Troy, but they've had some crazy ball games after that, right? They, you know, against Arkansas State, they came from behind scoring 13 points in uh, the fourth quarter to beat Arkansas State 20-19. And then uh, trading deep passes uh, with Texas State. Uh, Texas State uh, takes the lead uh, late on a 74-yard touchdown pass from Lane Hatcher to Ashton Hawkins, but that doesn't stop Southern Miss as they come back and throw one deep uh, as well. Zach Wilkie, touchdown pass to Chandler Pittman for 53 yards and a 20-14 victory. Then a kind of crazy ball game with the Cajuns, one they ended up running away from, or running away with, I should say, 39-24. They were up 20-5 to in the first quarter and couldn't quite put the Cajuns away. Again, it was 20-5 to in the first quarter. They led 29-5 to in the second quarter. And uh, the Cajuns did get it down to uh, an eight-point ball game, 32-24. Uh, but Ben Waldridge throws a touchdown. I'm sorry, throws an interception for a touchdown, and that was the ball game. That's how you go quickly from 32-24 to 39-24. Uh, but then the last two ball games have been just as crazy as like the previous three. Out of nowhere, Georgia State jumps on top 28 to nothing in the first half in Hattiesburg. It's not like Southern Miss was traveling to Atlanta and they did this. They did this in Hattiesburg. And the stats are, are crazy. Georgia State had 521 yards and Southern Miss 202 yards. Rushing-wise, the Panthers 388 yards to Southern Miss 33. Now, the reason you probably have 33 yards rushing is because you were down 14-0 after one and 28-0 after two. So you're probably not going to be, you know, running the football all that much to get back in the ballgame. You don't have that kind of time or you're going to have that many possessions. And Georgia State rolls 42-14. All right, so then the next week, which was last week, Southern Miss got off to another awful start against Coastal Carolina. The opportunity there was Grayson McCall wasn't going to play. Grayson McCall was down. I thought it was going to be a Carpenter as the quarterback, but they went to Jared Guest, who didn't have all that good a game, but good enough as Coastal Carolina beats Southern Miss 26-23. But in this ball game, like if you just see that score, oh, maybe back and forth, maybe, um, you know, it just was a close ball game. But it didn't start out that way. Coastal Carolina jumps out to a 17-0 lead. And then Southern Miss not only matches the 17 in the second quarter, they take a 20-17 lead on Coastal Carolina. And then it kind of went back and forth. 2017, 20-20, Southern Miss led 23-20, uh, and then Coastal took a 26-23 lead, and they used an interception as a punt. Southern Miss had a chance to come down, but got as far as uh, midfield, and I uh, did not have a chance to uh, hit the tying, uh, try the tying field goal. But, I mean, Golden Eagles, Southern Miss is 5-5. Five and five. They're 3-3 three and three in conference play. They do finish up at Monroe. That's not going to be easy, because if somehow, some way, I don't think it's going to happen, 
But somehow, some way, Monroe pulls off the ridiculous upset over Troy this weekend. Monroe will be playing for an opportunity to go to a bowl game. So it would be, I mean, a crazy season. Lose your first two ball games, win your next two, and in fact, win five out of six. And Southern Miss could end up losing their last four. Uh, they are underdogs against uh, the uh, Jaguars uh, this week. I mean, I would think the Jaguars are going to win this ball game. I'm not sure. Well, about seven points is about right. The uh, The line is seven and a half. And that's probably about right. I just don't know what you're going to get with uh, Southern Miss. They are uh, back to playing. Let's see here. Who is uh, the quarterback? Trey Lowe is your quarterback. Uh, 19 out of uh, 36, 295 yards and a touchdown against Coastal Carolina. That's compared to Jared Guest, who was like 7 of 14 for 163 yards and two interceptions. If you just looked at the quarterbacks, well, I guess if you're looking at Jared Guest only throwing it 14 times, you figure they just ran it, and uh, that's what happened. Again, Southern Miss had issues running the football, uh, not even two yards a carry. 28 carries for 52 yards. Um Coastal had 42 carries for 170 yards. All right, so let's check. Let's go back to the Cajuns football game. And I know Gore threw a touchdown pass in that game. But let's see what Southern Miss uh, ran for. They ran for 150 yards in that game. They did a good job bottling up the Cajuns' uh, rushing attack. Uh, Again, the Cajuns were down by a lot, so they probably weren't trying all that much. Although they did try for 29 times. 29 times for 69 yards. But in that ballgame, Southern Miss rushed it for 150. Uh, it doesn't take a super genius to figure out that that's going to go a long way in determining who's going to win this football game. Who can stop the run and who can run the football. If Southern Miss comes out with, uh, you know, their good defense, it could be interesting. Last week, the Jaguars were kind, were, you know, wanted to continue to run the football, as Kane Womack said post game. Regardless of our success, just to give Carter Bradley a little bit more time and not go away from it. And you know, they powered themselves to about a hundred yards. They didn't have have a big ball game. Still don't have an update on Ladani and Webb. Uh, but when you're getting X-rays, it can't be all that great. Although I guess the X-rays were basically negative. Or I will rephrase that. Any news that they had post game Saturday uh, was good news. We didn't get the update on on Monday. Maybe we'll check that out for uh, tomorrow's uh, episode. But let's see what the stats are. So, I mean, South Alabama scoring 33 a game. Southern Miss scoring 25 a game. And the difference is South Alabama doesn't give up 20 points a game. Southern Miss gives up 24, 25 points a game. Total yards is 428. It's about 100 yards different, 323. And yards allowed is the same. Not quite 100, but about 80. Jaguars don't give up 300 yards, and Southern Miss gives up almost 380 yards. And again, South Alabama's rush defense is outstanding. Uh, less than 90 yards a game. You're going to be in a lot of ball games, and South Alabama has been in every single ball game. They've lost two ball games by a total of, I guess, six points. Or maybe five points. Five points. Okay. Uh, so it'll be interesting. I don't. I just don't know what to expect out of Southern Miss. 
They can play really good defense uh, and then hit you with some big plays, some trick plays. I just don't know what to expect. South Alabama, I expect to grind it out. Ken Womack was not happy with the penalties from last week that has carried over from a few ball games, especially penalties after the whistle. And we'll see if they can uh, clean that up. Uh, again, I would expect South Alabama to win it, but it really is somewhere in that 7 to 10 point range. I don't think this will be a blowout. does have a little bit of special meaning to uh, Ken Womack as he is heading back home. Uh, his wife's family is from there. He met his wife in third grade. Uh, and so his father coached there. Uh, he played there. So it'll be a nice homecoming for uh, Kane Womack. Also, the game is on the NFL Network, uh, 2.30 p.m. Uh, Central Time. I will be going to that ball game uh, to cover it and my first uh, road trip to uh, Southern Miss. So that will be good. All right, let's take a timeout. We will be back, and we'll check out the potential teams that could be going to bowls. A lot in uh, the Sun Belt. You're listening to Lockdown Sun Belt, your team, every day. Remember when winning felt easy? That's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. What some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone, wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step? You want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafed will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like Testafed. It has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Because Nugenics Total Tea boosts free testosterone that the aging process robs, you'll feel stronger, leaner, with more energy and drive, and more passion too. Your partner will notice the difference. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text COLLEGE to 231-231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text COLLEGE to 231-231. Text COLLEGE to 231-231. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. All right, Dave Schultz back on Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, let's check out who is already bull bound and who is still hoping to get a bull berth uh, in uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, the Sun Belt currently has, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, maybe 10 possibilities. They get the New Orleans Bowl, where generally the champion goes to. Uh, The Lending Tree Bowl, which is here in uh, Mobile. And then it says the Sun Belt, and I'm reading this off of College Football News. The Sun Belt will get spots in at least three of these bowl games. Camellia Bowl, where people are saying South Alabama is going to go. The Cure Bowl, which is in Orlando. Roofclaim.com Bowl, Boca uh, Boca Raton Bowl. Uh, Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl, outside of uh, Dallas. And the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, They also may play in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl or the New Mexico Bowl. And then it came out a few weeks ago, maybe need the Independence Bowl. So again, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They may need all eight. Although maybe not by my count. Hold on a second. Maybe not because 
I don't think Southern Miss and, well, I guess they can. I guess they can. My mistake. I was thinking Southern Miss and UL Monroe both can't get there, but they can. Well, let's check it out. We're going to need a pen and paper uh, for this one. All right. Uh, Cajuns uh, have five wins. They got Florida State, and all of a sudden Florida State's playing pretty well. I would not expect a victory there, but they're at Texas State to finish up the season. So uh, Louisiana has five wins. All right. South Alabama is already in. That'll go in a different column. They got eight. Uh, James Madison cannot go. All right. Georgia State has two more uh, ball games. They're going to need to win both of them. James Madison at Marshall. I'm going to guess they're not going to do that. All right, so we won't count Georgia State in. Not impossible, but probably not likely. App State has five. All right, uh, they have Old Dominion, which you would think they would uh, take care of, and they're at Georgia Southern. Not necessarily an easy ball game. Uh, so we'll see if App State can get in. Troy is in. They got eight wins. They're looking to win the West. Uh, Texas State and Arkansas State. Nope, they both have three wins apiece. You do have Marshall who is in, they have six wins, and they are playing Georgia Southern, and they have five wins. So if Georgia Southern, going to be a tough game against Marshall, really good defense. Uh, if Georgia Southern can get a win, I mean, that would be six teams right there. So South Alabama, Troy, and Marshall all are in, all have six wins or more. Uh, and the Cajuns, App State, and Georgia Southern all have five. And you have Coastal, who has uh, Coastal has a nine. Uh, so that is seven teams right there. And I forgot Southern Miss, who has five. All right, the teams, again, long shot for Monroe. They'd have to beat both Troy and Southern Miss. Georgia State, you know, going to have to beat James Madison and Marshall, both on the road. I would look for the Cajuns to get in. I would look for App State to get in. Who does Georgia Southern have? I'm sure I just read that. Um, they got App State at home. So they are finishing up at home. They got Marshall and App State at home. Can they win one of those ball games? And obviously it'll mean much more to ULM if they beat Troy with a chance to beat Southern Miss to go bowling. But we'll just say that Troy wins that ball game. And then maybe you get Southern Miss. I mean, you could have into a bowl game. You could have eight teams out of 14. That's outstanding. Some are really good. South Alabama, Troy, and Coastal could all finish the season with double-digit victories. South will be favored this week against Southern Miss and uh, ODU to wrap up the season. Troy's got ULM and Arkansas State. Marshall won't be able to get to double-digit victories. And Coastal, who has Virginia this week, uh, they very well could end up with, I mean, they could end up with 14 wins. No, hold on. 10, 11, 12, 13 wins. Pretty good. Pretty good. They could have 13 wins. This is what the Cajuns did uh, last year. Uh, with their only loss to Troy, Coastal's only loss would be to ODU, which they're going to be kicking themselves about that one. 
Uh, anyway, so that would be fantastic. Who goes where? We don't know yet. Doesn't feel like it's the uh, Sun Belt is going to be one of those top teams, the pop, the top uh, Power Five team, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but still, I mean, tremendous turnarounds for some of these teams, and even some of the teams that are not necessarily in position right now for a bowl. Uh, we talked with Mike Hammett with about Monroe and the job that uh, Terry Bowden has done. Tremendous job there. And obviously, John Summerall is probably going to get coach of the year, Troy. He's turned that team around. Uh, they're going from losing record to maybe some Bell champions. Uh, Kane Womack has done a great job uh, with South Difference this year. Uh, they've stayed healthy, specifically a quarterback, and the offensive line and running game go hand in hand. They have been fantastic. And Coastal's been Coastal. They haven't really dominated too many teams. They got dominated once, uh, but they've battled, and Grayson McCall is just really efficient and can be electrifying. And Marshall has also had this really up and down uh, season where they lost, you know, they beat Notre Dame in Notre Dame, and then they lost three of their next four ball games. They lost their offensive line coach. Not exactly sure what happened there, but regardless of the reason, they they lost them. So they lost to Bowling Green, 34-31. Lost to Troy, 16-7. They beat Gardner Webb, 28-7. But then they lost to the Cajuns in just what was a Really poorly played football game from the Marshall point of view. But then they went down and they beat James Madison on the road. They battled Coastal Carolina, lost to him by 24-13. Shuts out Old Dominion 12-0 and uh, hosts App State and beats them. And Marshall's 6-4 and four in Charles Huff's second year there uh, with Marshall. So uh, good job by uh, Marshall uh, and a good job by... You know, the, the potentially eight teams. I mean, you already got four, and a good shot that you're going to get three more. The Cajuns will probably go, App State will probably go, and Southern Miss will probably go. Can Georgia Southern win one of their final two ball games? That will be the big question. They got Marshall and who else did I say? Was it App State? App State, yeah. Both those games are at home, so they're both in uh, Statesboro. All right, we'll come back. We will uh, wrap up this edition of Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and you're listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Sunbelt is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, thanks very much for listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your conference every day. Uh, once again, I will be heading to Hattiesburg to cover the South Alabama uh, Southern Miss ball game. We uh, will have fun. Uh, and we're just going up for the day. It's a 2.30 game, so that helps out uh, for sure. Uh, we will preview uh, week 12 of uh, the Sun Belt uh, in tomorrow's episode. And again, you do have some interesting ballgames. Cajuns are at Florida State. Seminoles should not overlook them. South Alabama is at Southern Miss. And like I said, I don't know what to expect from Southern Miss. Uh, James Madison is going to take out their frustration on Georgia State. App State's going to do the same with Old Dominion. Uh, and you have Monroe taking on Troy. Probably the last best chance for South Alabama should they beat Southern Miss uh, to win that Western uh, division. Troy's got Arkansas State next week. Speaking of Arkansas State, Texas State, 
Uh, they're playing each other uh, in San Marcos. You got Marshall and Georgia Southern and Coastal. Uh, oh, the Coastal Carolina-Virginia game has been canceled. Yeah, that, that's been canceled. I forgot all about that. Yeah, our heart, uh, uh, heartfelt thoughts go out to um, uh, Virginia and everything that happened uh, there this week. Uh, a complete tragedy. And obviously, they're, they're not going to play that ball game. Uh, oh, nor should they. So uh, I do apologize for not um, seeing that click in my mind at the time. But it, it is canceled, and uh, Coastal will have a week off before um, they have to play uh, their final game of the season, uh, which is James Madison, and that has a lot riding on it in terms of who may or may not host uh, the Sun Belt uh, Championship. Again, uh, I do apologize for not totally paying attention to what was going on there, uh, but obviously Coastal will not be playing Virginia uh, this uh, weekend. Uh, I am your host, Dave Schultz. We'll preview uh, Week 12 uh, more in depth tomorrow. Thanks very much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.